Welcome to Subtle Beast, everybody. I am your host, Foltz. With me, as always, my main man and co-host, Mr. Steve Apostolopoulos. How are you, brother? Happy New Year. Uh, thank you, Foltz. Happy New Year to you, too, man. I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's a new year. We, uh, we'll see what this year has in store for us. Everyone knows the last year was crazy. Hopefully, 2021 is uh, a lot, lot better for the world i should say yeah maybe a little more calm that would be nice that would be nice uh everyone just needs to calm down a little bit and uh just remember we're all people we're all people and there's a lot of things going on in the world we can figure it out everyone just needs to take a deep breath calm down and we'll get it we'll get it figured out we don't need to be as our show is going to cover tonight we don't need to be hypnotized by, you know, negative that's going on in the world, negative, positive, or negative, or positive, negative, painted as either way. Look, we're one race, the human race. Let's just come together and just figure out this big ball that we're spinning around in in the middle of the Milky Way galaxy. Because we're all we got right now. Until, like I was showing Steve, if you, have you seen Newsweek, where a scientist actually came out and said that aliens... We're here in 2017 and more to come. And in Newsweek, there was a picture of Amuamua, which we had covered in the past. Um, of course, this doesn't uh, relate directly to our show tonight, but it's got to be discussed real briefly. But this guy's a Harvard professor making these claims, and it's in Newsweek. I think it's crazy. I think that's a very public forum to be making those type of claims. Yeah, I, I do. And, you, and you, you know, to to go back on what we were saying about 2020 being a crazy year, if you if you can recall on a a, a previous podcast that we did, uh, I'm sure we've mentioned it a few times. But uh, you know, and all the deep state information that was going around back uh, <clears throat> when they were building the atom bomb and and Oppenheimer being behind that, uh, Oppenheimer had stated from his deathbed that everything everything's a lie that first they're gonna first the russians are gonna be the enemy and then uh third world or terrorists are gonna be identified and then it's gonna be third world countries and the last card is the alien card and he said and it's all a lie so we all have to remember that with uh you know with uh just have confirming sources, I would say. And uh, d just don't be led astray. Just make sure you feel comfortable with the information that you have at hand on whatever might go on in the future. So who knows what we may witness here coming up in 2021. If uh, if 2020, when it was ringing out, said, put your seatbelts on, I would probably bet on aliens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there would be no better introduction to a crazy 2020 one than 2020 there was some outrageous things happening there well well like we saw we saw um you know what what fear can do to people in any capacity so and i would think that uh the visit from an extraterrestrial race uh would create a lot of fear too so we just we can't let fear rule us we need to let love lead the way and all come together regardless we're, we're, we're human beings human race perfectly said so, having said that, and having said, you know, being able to do your own research, our show is on hypnosis tonight. So, we're going to we're gonna dive in. We're going to tell you, like, how does it work and what it is and a couple different facts. And we got some, uh, some, you know, t some stories from people that had actually been, quote, unquote, hypnotized and, you know, put into some, maybe some compromising situations or maybe some embarrassing situations. Uh but it, it's it's interesting the uh, the ins and outs of how how this works. 
Steve, do you want to kick us off? Sure, man. I'll just yeah. let us know what hip- hypnosis is. Unfortunately, there is a lot of misinformation online about what hypnosis is, how it works, and what it can do and what it cannot do. If you're interested in hypnotherapy, you need to know the facts about hypnosis so that you can make an informed decision. As a board-certified hypnotherapist with many years of experience, this author knows some key hypnosis facts just as well as anyone. So here we go. Hypnosis is an altered state of consciousness, like meditation, in which you connect with your subconscious mind. You know, folks, they say that when you are being hypnotized, that you can pretty much, all your faculties are there. You know what's going on. Right. Um, You know, maybe somebody says like, hey, cluck like a chicken. You know that you're on stage and that somebody just asked you to do that, but you don't feel that inhibition where normally you would say, I'm not going to cluck like a chicken. You you just feel like you want to do it. Right. I think maybe uh, a word or a, uh, uh, to put into perspective, um, People do a lot of different crazy things that they normally wouldn't do when drinking alcohol because that lowers inhibition. So if you kind of think of it along those lines, it's like, all right, I had 25 shots of tequila. This guy wants to hear me cluck like a chicken. I'll cluck like a chicken. (laughs) I mean, it's it's probably the best because I don't know. I mean, I would have to really get into a really, really relaxed state, which I'm hyper to begin with. And so I don't know if I would be able to be hypnotized i don't know well i think the hypnotist is trained on picking the person or people out of the audience that want that want it this is true have you ever seen uh someone get hypnotized yeah um my family growing up we used to spend a lot of time vacationing on cruise ships and probably on every cruise there was a night of entertainment where there was a hypnotist and yeah uh people were brought up on stage and uh you know, told to, you know, cluck like a chicken was always a classic. One would be, you know, com- uh, to propose to a complete stranger, one of the other people on stage. And, uh, you know, just uh, doing other things like uh, you're a dog now, w- looking around for uh, a fire hydrant to pee on, <laughs> different crazy <laughs> stuff like that. And the people would do it. I mean, and I would see them later in the cruise and talk to them and they were just like, yeah, I don't know. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. That's the part where they're yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I knew I was doing it, but I didn't... I can't really give you an explanation. It's kind of like be, avoiding saying, I was wasted last night. Being I don't like, remember I don't, a thing. I, I don't know why I was acting like that. Yeah, they, they get into this uh, altered state of consciousness, and that that's a good way to, for them to explain it. I don't know. Because they really don't. They don't... They don't, they don't recall it the same way as it's perceived by others. Hypnosis is a natural experience that happens to most of us each day when we become absorbed in something like driving, daydreaming, reading, rhythmic exercising, or watching a screen of any kind. That's interesting because I like the one about driving because when I'm driving, I'm constantly daydreaming or thinking about something else. And to the point, sometimes I was so deep in thought and I'm just like, how did I get home? I know. It is weird when that happens. It doesn't happen to me all the time, but it definitely has happened to me where I get somewhere and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember the trip here. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I don't feel like I'm driving unsafe for anything while that is happening. It's just that I don't, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've taken long drives by myself sometimes when my family and I go on vacation, got to drive separately. 
and uh, I was driving home from from the beach. It was a four hour trip. And uh, when I got in the car, I was like, not putting any of the radio on the entire drive. Just complete silence, good four-hour drive. Get a lot of thinking done. Clear your mind. Yeah. So talking about your mind, think of the two parts of our mind like an iceberg. The 10% of the iceberg above the surface represents the conscious mind, which guides us when we are awake. The 90% below the surface represents our subconscious mind, where one's entire life is recorded. And that goes hand in hand with uh, Steve's favorite movie of all time, Inter- or was it uh, Inception? It is. It's uh, they go in in a dream. It's a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. If you haven't seen it, Respect. I highly suggest it. Yeah, it's a great movie, and it's talking about subconscious going into your subconscious, 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 like three, five layers down or whatever. Right, and they're thieves. They're stealing uh, whatever the deepest, darkest secrets. Maybe it's a combination to a safe or uh, some thing that they want to hide from everyone else subconsciously, and these, these guys, this team of people go in there and take it. So interesting. I'm sure that capability is out there. All right, so where are we at here? The subconscious mind is the control center for the mind-body connection and regularly sends messages, habits, to the conscious mind telling it what to do. Hmm. As you enter into hypnosis, you bypass the conscious mind and access information from the subconscious mind. All your senses are awake and alert while you're in hypnosis. You're in control at all times. You only say or do in hypnosis what you normally say or do in the conscious state. You process information in hypnosis the same way you primarily do so in the conscious state. 60% of people are primarily visual. 20% are primarily auditory. And 20% are primarily kinesthetic, which means they sense and feel. You can return to full consciousness at any time you either want to or feel like you need to. In hypnosis, your subconscious mind is usually very willing to respond to questions and help you resolve habits and issues. The use of hypnosis gives you the opportunity to make changes that last. Hypnosis does not involve mind control, magic, unconsciousness, or sleep, and you cannot be made to enter hypnosis against your will. So there's a couple of facts. Well, yeah, so that is good. So I guess me stating that I don't think that I could be hypnotized would be true because in my subconscious, I'm saying no. Yes, and that would transpond or whatever, tra- that would transfer over to your, your conscious state. And I think that a hypnotist would realize that. Yeah, I wonder if there's people that, I, I mean, I'm sure it's happened. If you can think of a scenario, I'm sure it's happened where they're on stage with a hypnotist, let's say like the cruise ship I was referring to, and they just go along with the show because they don't want to be embarrassed of not being hypnotized. You know, and being like, I better do this or I'm going to ruin the show. So, you know. <laughs> you know. But who, I, that's a weird concept because then they get off stage and their wife is like, why did you do that? You, you would never do that. Like if you, if you told your wife, there's no way I'm going to get hypnotized, you go up there and then you suddenly feel like you're going to be part of the show. So you do that. No, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I'd be the guy looking out through one eye being like, Hey, back to my seat. 
He would, yeah. Uh, and those guys would send you back to your seat right away. Uh, because, and I would do that as my form of respect of not ruining the show. Right. Now, get like, me out of here. It didn't work. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not feeling it, but uh, I, I can tell this guy over here was ready to cluck for you, sir. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's got feathers sprouting over here. All right, let's see. Let's go a little deeper. As you enter into hope, oh, so, so you said you mentioned about bypassing the conscious mind, right? So we get we are. How does hypnotherapy work? Oh, okay. So let's get into that. So hypnotherapy, which is simply the practice of clinical hypnosis, entails the use of trance and suggestion to adjust habits of thought, feeling, and behavior. Hypnotherapists use trance and suggestions to help normal people cope with everyday problems of living such as issues related to your job, your hobbies, or even your recreational activities. Hypnotherapy can also aid in general self-improvement through strategies such as non-clinical stress management. Now, hypnotherapists work in a complementary ways with physicians and other healthcare providers to help optimize the care patients receive. Now, hypnotherapeutic results can be restorative, rehabilitative, curative and seemingly miraculous all by harnessing the untapped power of the subconscious mind i mean i mean i agree with that because i believe that we all have the capability to sit self-heal i mean there's been people that have been told in the hospital that you're paralyzed and you're not going to walk again and they they say otherwise but using the law of attraction if you will i will i already am able to walk and just constantly i mean Look, your body is adapt to heal deep wounds, broken bones. Yeah, maybe they need to be set, but if they wouldn't, they would still heal just the way that they were. The body can heal itself. I mean, that's my take on it. So let's see. Now, there is a uh, the, the hypno health method, the four R's of hypnosis. The four R's. I'm interested in this. Yeah, oh, yeah. The four R's. Sorry about that. The unique ways of helping people transform themselves at HypnoHealth have fluidly evolved over the years. There have been the core of the practice since 1991. The fourth became obvious more recently. Together, they represent the basic techniques that enable people to take control of their lives and achieve optimal mental, physical, and emotional well-being. Now, you can recognize the roots of your issue. After a thorough discussion of the issue, a person wants to resolve, and especially the influence of possible factors early in his or her life, we ask the subconscious mind about the experiences, the messages, and the influences that contributed to the issue taking hold as habit. The subconscious mind is usually very willing to help and will suggest a number that represents the cause. The person is then guided to ask for information about each cause. So that first one is get to the roots of your issue. Right. Very important no matter what you're doing with mental health. You got to find the roots and fix the baseline, the very foundation of your issues. That's that's how you go. You're not going to put a Band-Aid on it. You got to get down to the roots. Yeah, you can't put a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound. I mean, if you're, if you're an alcoholic, I mean, and you recognize that and you know that you want to need help, 
well, what led to that drinking? And, you know, what, what led you down that path? Deal with those issues. Because if you just deal with the physical aspect of the addiction, chances are it'll probably come back. Well, you got to find your why. Like, well, you're down at your right. root. Why are you drinking? Because if not, even if you are successful at stopping, you're going to spend your time thinking about wanting to start drinking again. You don't want to do that. You want to figure out why. You want to get down to the root of it so that you can move on and live a prosperous <clears throat> life. Well said. Now, you need to release the impact of the roots on you. The person gathers up in the, in the subconscious mind all aspects of each of the roots and releases them so completely that their influence on the issue is gone for good. Each person is encouraged to make sure there's no possibility any aspect of the root or roots can return. Now, you can replace the roots with positive thoughts, feelings, and images. After the release of each root, the person projects ahead and, with help from the creative subconscious mind, creates positive replacements that represent the ways that the person expects to be. By doing so, each person establishes their own list of positive outcomes. I love that. that Me too. To, that uh, switching the root with a positive thought, feeling, or image. So. You want to get a drink, go back to number one, you got that root of the drinking, and now you're down in here at number three. Every time you want to take a drink, instead you go out and service the community. That's a nice positive thing to do. Yeah, exactly. And you can reinforce everything with your own personal affirmations. Once the outcomes are all in place, the person brings forward from the subconscious mind into the world that represents everything they have on the list. The repetition of that affirmation in both the conscious and self-hypnotic states are especially while listening to a personalized recording in hypnosis reinforces the new program becoming the new habit. I like that. I, I really like that hypno health uh, section right there, those four hours. Yeah, I like, it. I like the repetition of the affirmation. Again, I mean, a lot of this can go hand in hand with uh, the show we did on, uh, on the law of attraction. I mean... A lot of people, <clears throat> they, they'll, they'll affirmate what they want into the world, but they're not specific enough. Like a, a man or a woman looking for uh, a spouse or just uh, somebody to spend some time with. They'll be like, I need somebody to spend some time with. Then they meet somebody and it's like a complete train wreck. Now, you got to be very, very specific to what you're asking of the universe, if you will. I want to meet somebody to spend some time with and be happy. Right. Exactly. And it's going to treat me the way that I need to be treated and vice versa. The, hip, the hypnosis experience at HypnoHealth. Hypnosis enables you to connect with 90% of your mind, that is subconscious, where your whole life is recorded. That's where habits take hold. Think of it like riding a bicycle. When experiences, messages, and influences in our lives are repeated, they tend to result in the formation of habits. Habits can be very positive, very negative, or anywhere in between. Hypnosis can help you get rid of unwanted habits by removing them from your subconscious mind. I love that part. So, well, let me ask you this. Have you ever been hypnotized to try and get rid of a bad habit or to create a good habit? No, personally, I haven't. And have Well, have you ever seen like a hypnosis show or anything? I've never with- seen anything live. Um, I'm trying to think to like all of the things that I've said. I've been to so many places and seen so many things, but I've never seen someone hypnotize someone else maybe the cruise lines are the the industry keeping them alive right now <laughs> i could see it happening maybe at a stand-up comedy show yeah or good something warm in up future. right 
Um, but no, I've never seen it and I've never done it. I know that they, they advertise it like, Hey, coming to your area, coming to the, we live in uh, central Pennsylvania. So, Hey, coming to the Harrisburg area, uh, whatever you need to be hypnotized for, whether it be smoking or there was one right here in our town here for a while. Really? Yeah. Right across from where we went to junior high school and I don't think it lasted. Right. I mean, well, these are shows that will... Oh, shows. This was actually a business. Yeah, they'll show up at, you know, a, a huge Holiday Inn or something, and they'll have, a you know, a couple nights where they do the, the show and the, the hypnotism, and it supposedly helps people. I like it. I like it. Okay, where was he? So, we ended with... So, on the other hand, if you can only address negative habits with the 10% of your mind that is conscious... The chances of success are significantly reduced. The conscious mind is where willpower resides. Willpower is like a roller coaster, strong and weak, strong and weak. It's difficult to maintain a strong will long enough to remove negative habits. Even if you manage to do this, to do so, the roots of the habit will still be connected in the subconscious. That means they might be triggered at any time and the habit could return. That's why they say it usually takes a, uh, an addict of any form seven times before they can get clean because they're not getting to the root. They're just addressing the physical addiction part. I believe. Let's see. Yo-yo dieting is a good example. People may use their subconscious minds in various weight reduction programs, lose huge amounts of weight, but because their overeating habit still has subconscious roots, it could easily come back. The result, a regaining of the lost weight and perhaps even more. Again, I mean, food is a form of, a, of, of an addiction. So, again, you're not dealing with – you're eating your problems. You're eating your stress. Yes. The most effective way to get rid of habits is to pull out those subconscious roots. As you enter the hypnotic state and bypass the conscious mind completely, you are able to access the information stored in your subconscious mind. Then you're ready to do the four S's of hypnosis. Recognize, release, replace, and reinforce. Once you completely recognize why the habit took root, you can release its influence on you from that moment. Then you replace the released habit with new positive way of being. By repeating and reinforcing that new you, it becomes your lasting positive habit. I like it. I mean, it's it's the roadmap to success. Easily said, probably much harder to complete. Yeah, I mean, uh, they say that it takes 21 straight days to change a behavior or a habit from something like if uh if your goal is to get into shape well then you, you're gonna have to go to the gym probably 21 straight days or you know and uh then it'll be almost like okay today i go to the gym at this time it becomes your new n- new habit i've completed the 21 day fix uh n- you know no shout out to beach body or 21 day <laughs> fix but um I've completed that exercise program with a diet plan, and it is unreal when you start it to uh, 21 days is actually a really long time. Yeah, three full weeks. And especially if you're you're um, only eating what this diet plan has for you. Uh, there was times where, and, and my wife prepared all my meals, that she could tell I was being malnourished because we were kind of like translating it from the herd the female version and trying to like create the male version of it so my calorie count was really low and i was absolutely sticking to this diet and uh it it was rough to get through the three weeks 
Yeah, it really can be. I mean, uh, and, and that's the problem, too, is that you can't really go into something with a diet in mind. It's got to be a lifestyle change. And then, and, and gosh, the, those are even harder sometimes. But if you can press on through. I actually had found a new muscle on the side of my body when I was done because I had transformed my body. Um, and and really, I was in I was a beast. I was in really great health. Those moments when you're standing in front of the mirror admiring yourself. Which, I mean, is different when you're working out than every, oh. every other day. Yeah, it's, a, it's a complete difference. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into some uh, some stories or uh, what some revelations that people have had when they're under hypnosis. Steve, you can kick us off. All right, so this one started off right here. A woman believed she was drowning. We had a hypnotist at our senior high after we graduated from high school. Our whole senior class watched the five volunteers go up on stage and I guess he tried to hypnotize the audience as well to see who was susceptible to get more volunteers up there. A few more people went under, but one girl started to freak out. I guess when he told us about going deeper down into the hole, she thought she was underwater, so she started to hold her breath, and she wouldn't wake up. It got real for about five minutes until he was able to snap her out of whatever she was doing. Not sure if she was just doing it for attention, but her lips turned blue, so it was pretty scary. She was fine. Um, the The guy stayed for like an hour after his show was done just to make sure she wouldn't fall back into whatever he did to her, but as a whole, it was terrifying. That's a crazy story, you know, and, and for, <clears throat> pardon me. And for her to be a senior in high school, I almost wonder if it's like the subconscious mind where she's drowning in like all kinds of like stress from what are you going to do with your future? Or, well, you're going off to college soon. Your parents want you to do this and not do that. Come on. You have to be the best. Uh, so much. I mean, it wasn't even her really. He had those other people up on stage and was just doing a general, uh, I mean, it could have been like directed at the kid next to her and she was just like really paying attention and fell into it man but that's what i mean i mean the subconscious mind is just so stressed and suppressing all that stress that it's really good that that happened because now she may be able to build stronger defenses against that kind yeah, oh of yeah thing. hopefully that guy i mean he stayed an hour after he gave her some tips on how to deal with all of that right well this one a guy's friend believed that she won the lottery this was not me, but a very close friend of mine. We went to the fair, and they had a hypnotism act. Now, unless my friend is the most sneaky, secretive person, I had no idea this was not staged at all. I would not know that this was not staged at all. When he asked who wanted to be brought up on stage, I pretty much jumped on my seat and told him to pick her. Sure enough, he did. They brought up about 10 people, and they did all the little tricks, even made her think that she won the lottery. She was crying on stage and told everyone that she had actually lost her job that day and that this was a gift from God. The entire audience cringed. After it was all said and done, and we asked her what happened, she said she remembers all of it like, it, like you would remember a dream. You think back telling yourself, obviously, that was not real, but in the moment, you felt it as real as it gets. Yes, yeah, see, there's that disconnect. You remember it back being real, like you're up there and you know that you're, you know, it would be embarrassing to cluck like a chicken and yet 
You're up there clucking like a chicken. Yeah, because that's what you're feeling at the at the moment. It's so weird. At right, this next one, <clears throat> I fell asleep and collapsed onto the ground. Wow, I was hypnotized in high school when one came to our school, and the power of suggestion is a really good way to put it. I was definitely in a trance, and I always thought of it like my superego was non-existent. Like I sort of knew what I was doing, but the social fear of doing embarrassing things in front of my class was completely gone. One thing that completely convinced me was that the hypnotist singled me out, brought me to the front of the stage, and told me to stare out at a light in the audience about 50 feet out. While I was staring, he came up behind me and tapped me on the head and shouted, Asleep! And my whole body went limp and he caught me. I am sure if he didn't catch me, I was falling onto the floor really hard. Wow. So that guy, I mean, he is really influenced by the power of suggestion. Yeah. I mean, some people are like that. Yeah. Now, this next story, this guy entitled, My Friend Took a Whiff of Something Disgusting. We had a hypnotist at our school one day. He got a volunteer who had done it before and had, his, and had him smell two colognes. One was very sweet smelling and the other was actually a smelling salt. He said that the sweet cologne would smell like vinegar. The guy now hypnotized and without telling him it was supposed to be sweet said it smelled if said it if smelled like vinegar. He then told him the next cologne, actually a smelling salt, would be a very sweet and flowery smell. He took a large whiff of the smelling salt and loved the smell. He then told him to wake up and smell it again, and he couldn't hardly smell it because it was so strong. And if you've ever sniffed a smelling salt package, you know you couldn't take a huge whiff of it. That's pretty amazing. Wow. Just to be able to smell and be like, oh, yeah, smell the flowers. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Like, I've seen pictures where, uh, like on YouTube, my my kids showed me these videos, and it's like the, the way your mind fills in blanks. And... They showed this picture up on the screen and it was like a beautiful beach image and you see it and you see it in full color. And then they're like, now realize that the picture's in black and white and you're like, you, and you're like, oh my gosh, it is a black and white image. What? Yeah. I have to send you that stuff. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Let me, let me skip through this. Oh yeah. Skip through. There were some stories submitted that, uh, we had to skip through the next one too. Appropriately, uh, take out of our, how about this one? I thought I gave birth, even though I'm a man. Wow. I was accidentally hypnotized at a USO show in Spain in 2005. I was in the audience, really tired and drinking beer. The hypnotist saw me falling asleep and brought me up onto stage. I remember doing things like giving birth, holding a newborn, holding my newborn son, and having my voice crack with joy when I was asked what gender my child was. I'm a man, by the way. It was an interesting experience where I was about 50% aware at any given time. It is very similar to the feeling you have when you wake up in the middle of the night to pee. Everything is hazy, but you're in control. He definitely wouldn't have been able to to make me do something that I'm not comfortable with. So there you go. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. You're in control. But you're just comfortable enough. And you're just like, I just got to do this. I just have to do it. So weird. I cried in front of all of my classmates. I was hypnotized at my high school graduation party. It's a very unique experience. For me, I knew what was happening the entire time. However, when the hypnotist told me something, I could, I could help 
I could not help but carry out his orders. He told me I fell in love with one of my classmates, and for about five minutes, I did. I ended up crying in front of everybody I graduated with because I couldn't have her, and she didn't love me back. I still receive a lot of negative (laughs) responses to this day about that. There's a lot of these um, that start off with, I was hypnotized in my high school. Oh, yeah, because that stuff will haunt you forever. Uh, That's kind of cruel, yeah. All right, what do we got next here? Uh, I I like this one. I kept seeing the same image over and over again. Perfect. I was once a skeptic, but now I am a sure believer in being able to be hypnotized. There were two participants. We sat with our backs facing each other. The person doing the hypnotizing had a deck of playing cards. We were able to examine the deck and make sure it was legit before being hypnotized. While I stared at the wall, the other participant had to stare at a flashing yellow light. We ended up doing what seemed to be meaningless things like counting to 100 and cutting the deck After a few tasks, he told me to select a card, which I silently picked the nine of hearts, unbeknownst to the other party. After a few more cuts, the deck, he asked the person looking at the yellow flashing light to pick the top card from the deck and say the card aloud. He picks the first card, and it was the nine of hearts. He then picks another card. He says again, the nine of hearts, and again, the nine of hearts. Over and over, every card in the deck was the nine of hearts to him. Now I called the guy out, thinking they're playing a trick on me since the other person had no eye contact with me the entire time. The person doing the trick tells me to get up and pull some cards off the deck. I pulled off six cards, flipped them over, and they were all the nine of hearts. Here... He was hypnotized when I didn't even know I was being hypnotized. Wow. The, impri- the entire process took about 10 minutes. The craziest part, in my opinion, was that another person came into the room near the end of the routine, and it ended up that she could only see the nine of hearts as well. No matter which card she looked at afterwards, he broke me from my hypnosis rather quickly, but it took the person staring at the flashing yellow light an hour to stop seeing the nine of hearts. I definitely believe in hypnosis now. Wow, that's some really serious power of suggestion. Imagine if that person used that for like make you see like crazy things, you know? I mean, make wow. you see $1 bills when there's 20s in your wallet. Yeah, just by like talking to you like at the checkout counter or something. That's crazy. Well, here's another crazy one. Everyone tried to eat one another. What? You have to uh, you have to be open to the idea of hypnotism. Here we go again. Yep. At my high school graduation party, we had a hypnotist come, and the people who were skeptical did not get hypnotized. Well, there we have it. Then there were the ones that were hypnotized to the point where they truly believed they were opera singers at the snap of a finger. One of the exercises was the person to your left is the smelliest person in the world, and the person to your right smells like your favorite food. It ended up being one person trying to hug eat be near the person next to them but they wanted nothing to do with them because they smelled like trash it was hilarious it's all about willingness of your ability to let you go let go of reality (laughs) imagine wanting to smell someone but they didn't want you there that would be really funny that would be crazy okay he believed he was a karate master 
Uh, th- this guy thinks he's got something relevant here. If I could only find the old VHS tape it was on. Okay, so my best bud got hypnotized at our senior all-nighter. So apparently you and I are the only people that didn't have hypnosis at our, our senior year. Maybe they did it at like the, the after party they held at the school and we were just out being hoodlums. <laughs> <laughs> we did perform, though, our senior year. This is true. We did. We did, we did perform. That was good. In front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Basically, every senior goes to the school, and all the parents volunteer to do various jobs, like dealing blackjack and etc. All as a means to ensure we don't go drinking immediately after school lets out. (laughs) (laughs) Guess that didn't work for us. No. Anyway, they had a hypnotist there, and my buddy was called up on stage. A guy I've known since literally I was three. He gets hypnotized, and the guy tells him uh, he's Bud Chan, Jackie Chan's younger Badder brother. So he's showing off all the other kids that are hypnotized, and my buddy is just in a daze for the most part. Then he gives him this cue, and springing into action is Bud Chan. He's karate chopping and roundhouse kicking. It's hysterical. Then he drops him off, and it's back into a daze. Seriously, it was funny. So to answer your question, no, I don't think it's a hoax. I've asked him about it years later, and he still says he doesn't remember it. He's not one to lie, so now I am a believer. Wow. That would be really awesome to see one of your friends thinking he was a karate master like that, and then just being like, I don't know, man. I don't remember it. Yeah, that would be weird. Now, here, here's, the, the, here's the popular one that happens at many functions of with hypnotists is I quacked like a duck. I was hypnotized at a fundraiser in front of about 200 people by a guy who sounded like Morgan Freeman. That might do it. That type of voice. I don't remember much of what he what he did. I do know I quacked around like a duck for 15 for 15 minutes. <laughs> really wow. let him go. That's a long time and ate some disgusting things that the the entertainer brought him. End of the, at the end of the day, what I remember, like the other, like other people have said they remembered, is all about the power of suggestion. You don't actually become mind-controlled. You just become so relaxed and chilled out that you go with the flow. So much that you just do anything the guy tells you. It was Morgan Freeman, for God's sake. Do what the man says. <laughs> that's an interesting. I mean, that's what I was saying about what, where people just like, eh, I'm relaxed enough and I don't want to ruin the show. Right. But for 15 minutes, that's a little excessive. Time 15 minutes and cluck. I mean, that's a long time. They probably made his wife give a donation to the fundraiser. Think of it this way. If we just did 15 minutes of silence on this show, how long it would be. (laughs) Crazy. All right. What are we going to do next? Do uh, You do the next one. Do my brother sang. Okay. My brother sang Shania Twain in front of everyone. When my whole family and I went on a cruise, oh, there we have it. There it is. We decided to go to a hypnotist show, wherein my brother volunteered to be part of it. It was the funniest thing we ever witnessed. The highlight was when my brother was chosen by the hypnotist to sing Shania Twain, since he was one of the deepest under. He instructed my brother that when he plays Shania's Man, I Feel Like a Woman, he would believe himself is Shania and come back on stage after being told the show is over and give a performance. What preceded was the single most funniest moment of my life. My brother was instructed to go back to his seat, and as he sat by me, he appeared to be tired. 
until the hypnotist said, we have a very special guest in the audience tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause to Shania Twain. Dun, 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 dun. His face lights up and runs on stage, grabs the microphone, and gives it his all. Come on, everybody. The best thing about being a woman. His mannerisms were hilarious, like holding the mic above his head and clapping with the confidence only Miss Twain could have had. Oh, my gosh. What a great story. That would be... Oh, if you had that on cell phone video... Well, let me tell you something. I mean... Typically, the cruise ships they record everything that goes on at the shows. So oh, really? Yeah, I would, I would, I would purchase. That would be a purchase. You'd have me. to. If my brother was up there singing Shania Twain and clapping with the microphone, over oh, that his would head, be priceless to see. I would buy it every time. Let's do a few more. All right. I thought my feet were glued to the floor. A few years back, I went to audition for a TV show about hypnosis. I wasn't really interested in being on TV. I was more there for the experience. Uh, we were a lot of people around 50, and the, hypno- the, hypnosis, the hypnotist did some tests to see who was most affected by hypnosis. These tests involved feeling very hot, feeling very cold, having the taste of lemon in your mouth, thinking you're driving a sports car down a highway, crashing, said sports car, and even more. It worked so well for me that at the end of the day, I was hypnotized alone. He made me think my feet were stuck to the floor. He then told me to walk a few feet to the left, but I was unable to. I was unable to move at all. The more I tried to move my feet, the heavier they felt. It was a very unique experience, and I'm glad I did it. That being said, the hypnotist explained that hypnosis doesn't work for everybody. You have to believe in it at least a tiny bit in the beginning. If you're completely convinced it's not going to work for you, it really won't. Wow. that That's pretty interesting because that reminds me of like, like any nightmare I've ever had where you're trying to run away from something. You're like, I can't move. Everything's like falling and you just yeah. can't get out. Yeah. It'd be terrifying to not be able to do what you need to do. That's true. Let's see. I finally got over a traumatic childhood experience. Totally worked. I had a traumatic experience when I was a kid. It was inhibiting my everyday life. It's more like an affirmation. The guy got me to lay down on a padded cot with a blanket and close my eyes, then said, you've relaxed, and breathe deeply, and stuff like that. Not you're falling asleep because you want the, uh, the subject to awake, to be awake and listening, but not actively thinking about what's going on. He can't make you do something you absolutely don't want to do. Then he mixed in some, you're no longer affected by your experience when you were four years old, etc. And basically said, I wouldn't be thinking about it anymore. He recorded the session and told me to listen to it every day for about a week. And then, whenever I needed it to after that. And it definitely worked, he said. I think it's cool that people can get over their childhood traumatic experiences, especially if it's affecting their everyday life. They say by the time you're five years old you're going to what you have in your head you're going to carry with you for your life so jeez yeah i'll pick one of these next ones here all right i like this one i screamed at a stranger for peeing in an imaginary pool classic i was hypnotized at a show during my college's new student week my freshman year and again next year by the same guy when i was a student leader for the event i can assure you that it is not a hoax but that it was done and it doesn't work if 
but that it doesn't work like you imagine it to. I always pictured being hypnotized as falling into a deep sleep, but in my case, I was in full control of my body. I knew what was going on, and I was able to remember everything. The only thing different about my night was that anything the hypnotist said was the best idea I'd ever heard. It was like, pretend I'm a lifeguard and yell at an audience member for peeing in the pool. Of course I should do that. You're a genius. It was also one of the most relaxing experiences of my life. I never slept better. At one point, the hypnotist told the girl next to me that she had the biggest eyes I've ever seen. And she was totally into me. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I, it happened in, t- in front of my entire freshman class. So this guy, he did this in front of a college class instead of a high school class. Right. Yeah, one of uh, one of our things that we didn't work out in pre-show was uh, there's a couple words in this that we needed to navigate around that slipped through. So basically, he saw a girl with beautiful eyes. He wanted her. And, uh, and, and all of his friends found out about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, here's one. Be, it seems like it would be pretty scary. My mother fell asleep and wouldn't wake up. My mother used to medi- meditate to relax. It seems simple enough. During one of our city fairs, they had a guy hypnotizing people. So being a good son, I volunteered my mother. He did the whole <laughs> count backwards, close your eyes thing. Then she just never woke up. After an hour or so, we had to go collect her off of the stage, and she was still kind of out of it. She didn't go to sleep or anything. She just shut down, sleepy enough to leave her phone and purse there. Along with that, and... That Darren Brown guy, I would say it it has to has to be real. I don't know what he was referring to there, but well, yeah, I don't get the reference, but it's also um, kind of irresponsible for the hypnotist at the fair to leave this guy's mom in in like a hypnotized state. He probably thought she was dead, and was like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> He's like a carny, yeah, and just rolled out. My aunt and uncle gave up cigarettes. My aunt and uncle were hypnotized and quit smoking. They haven't had a cigarette in years. Personally, I would like to try it. I just had, uh, just to get some memories back from my old days. I guess you could probably do that. Yeah. Unlock some old memories. Let's see. Uh... I believed I had a brick tied to my hand. I had been hypnotized several times. I'm what they call a highly suggestible person. The first time I was hypnotized, I was at a high school show, and the hypnotist performed a test on the audience to show how suggestible you are. You close your eyes, hold your breath, and cross your arms, and sit straight, and palms side down. Then he starts his soothing, mystic voice, and tells you that you have a brick tied to your left hand, and a helium balloon tied to your right. After a few seconds, everyone opens their eyes. The more suggestible, susceptible, susceptible. Yeah, I have a tough time with those words. To hypnotize you are the further apart your hands would be. That night, I was hypnotizing the audience. After falling out of my chair, I somehow managed to crawl into the aisle and basically laid there the whole night. The whole time, I was worried that I looked like a jerk and my pants were pulled down too far. (laughs) But it was really near impossible to solve that situation. (laughs) Unreal. All right, Fultz, I'll do my last one here. There you go. She put her shoes on the wrong feet. Like most people, 
I had a hypnotist as entertainment at one of my high school after proms. The hypnotist had all the subjects reverse their shoes sometime during the show. After the show, one of the girls, who was just hypnotized, sat next to a bunch of us with her shoes still on the wrong feet. We were all trying to convince her that her shoes were on incorrectly, and she, at first, refused to believe us. Then the more we pressed her about it, the more scared she became. She was so confused about what was happening that she was tearing up and asking us if, she, if we would switch them for her. All of the subjects eventually remembered the events that happened during the hypnotism, though so it wasn't permanent. Okay, wow. Those are some, those are some really, really good stories about being hypnotized. But uh, So what we're going to do in, in the final portion of this show, and I'm going to make this disclaimer. If you're driving listening to this show, uh, I would probably stop it now. We're going to recommend that to listen to this, just in case maybe you are susceptible to... Uh, falling under hypnosis that you are in a place that you feel safe and comfortable and a place where you can uh, simply just close your eyes here we go close your eyes take five deep breaths slow breaths imagine a color you love say the color to yourself and now imagine it flowing through your body from head to toe. Very slowly, repeat to yourself. Three, I'm going deeper and deeper. Two, I'm going deeper and deeper. One, I'm going even deeper and deeper. Very slowly, repeat to yourself three times the following hypno-affirmations. I am safe. I am calm. I choose to relax. Imagine the same color you love. Say the color to yourself. And now imagine it flowing through your body from head to toe. Imagine you're experiencing the state you desire. For example, if you're feeling scared, imagine yourself feeling confident. If you are procrastinating, imagine yourself taking action. Now, for the next few seconds, imagine yourself thinking, feeling, and behaving the desire to think, feel, and behave. One last time, imagine the color you love. Say the color to yourself, and now imagine it flowing through your body from head to toe. Notice your new stress level from zero to ten. Zero is the most relaxed you can be. Suggest imagining a color that you not only love because it will make you feel good, but also because you probably have it around your house, so you'll have lots of triggers to re recreate that calm feeling. You can note stress levels at the beginning and at the end so that you can track your progress. If you find that self-hypnosis is reducing your stress, that in itself may be a reason enough to do it. Hypnosis has lots of proven benefits, from helping people get over breakups to alleviating anxiety. And the best part is, you don't have to pay attention to anything or go anywhere to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our show on hypnosis. I'm Foltz. And I'm Steve. And we'll see you next time.
take care of one another. Bye-bye.